Welcome to Turning Insight into Inspiration podcast series. Um, hey guys, so today we have Vinny here. Um, he works in finance for a very big corporation. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I wouldn't say very big, it's big, but you know, not as big as other people I know. But anyway, without further ado, um, kind of introducing myself, as Derek already told you guys, my name is Vinny Devalia. Um, I'm from Texas originally, and I've lived there in Texas since I was six years old. My parents are originally from India. I lived in India until I was six, moved to Texas, specifically Houston, when I was six years old. Um, grew, went to high school, which is up until like 12th grade for us, basically 18 years old, and then I went up north for my university schooling up two hours north of Houston and it was more of a small town which was called Texas A&M University and what I studied there was economics and so kind of when I studied economics my purpose of it was to kind of go into finance because that was the one thing I thought I was good at I was good with numbers I was good at good with statistics did you did you so did you have a clear idea even back in school no no no, no. my parents were like typical brown parents my family's full of doctors my mom said especially, should they want to be a doctor? So I picked biology initially because I was like, okay, I don't really know what I, want to, what I want to do yet. So I'll just go with whatever they say and pick biology. But, you know, I hated it. I hated looking to microscopes, you know, learning about biology. So it was boring you, did, as hell. Did you go to university and do, yeah, do so, biology? Yeah, yeah, so kind of like explaining the American university system, kind of declare a major at the very beginning once you apply to university. If you get accepted into that major, you start off in that major. So I got accepted into biology initially. And so I was a biology major for the first two years. And then once, you know, after two years, I hated it. I wasn't doing that well. I wasn't doing that well. So okay. I kind of switched. I switched majors, talked to my parents. I had taken some economics classes on the side because I wasn't sure. Oh, so you can do that at, at the UK or USA? Yes, you can, you can take like different classes. You can take like some of the general classes on the side as well. Did which you, don't have major specific restrictions. Did you did you switch uh, straight into into the new one, or did you have to like wait a year and actually apply for the next year? No. So, if you want to switch into the business school, it's a lot harder because it's kind of dumb because you need like more, a very high GPA for that and a lot of extracurriculars and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, so I did, I couldn't really switch into the business school because I didn't have a high enough GPA due to my grades in biology not being as well as I wanted, and the fact that like I was just struggling in there because I didn't like it, it was hard for me, etc. So I switched into economics, which was much easier, more or less kind of gave me the same, got me to the same career path which I was aiming for, and so that was pretty easy to switch into. You just switched in at the, at like the end of the semester, and you could get in next semester, obviously, if they were to accept you, which they did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's completely different to what we have in the UK here, so if you... If you were doing biology, um, you'd have to wait another year and reapply to another university or even the same university and wait till September and the next new academic year to actually do the new course. So so for the US, it's like, yeah, you can pick and choose. There's way more options, I guess. Yeah, um, I think, oh, you said you could switch, you can switch um, courses every year, correct? Yeah, every year, yeah. So we can switch every semester. I don't know if you guys have semesters here. Yeah, so we have terms, yeah, but we can't switch like that. Yeah, so we can, well, I guess you guys can switch every year, I'm assuming, and you have to get accepted into whatever. Yeah. Like, if you're going to UOB and you wanted to do, you know, 
um, finance instead of engineering like you did. You'd have to obviously wait one year to switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for us, you have to wait like a semester maybe. So what what's some of the things that you learned in finance that you you know you liked? I think really just kind of being able to tell a story out of numbers. For more or less, like that's what you have to do. Number one, the first step is you have to be able to like present the data in a presentable manner. Number two, when you did when you make presentations, you have to be able to tell a story out of those numbers. So, for example, if our cash collections are two hundred million for a quarter, um, for my product line, and our targets are two fifty, we have to be able to explain to HQ, which gives us our two fifty related target. Why we missed that target? What specific indicators drove us to miss that target? And how how we can rectify that next quarter to make up for that fifty million loss that we had or variance to the target. Okay. So it's basically just being able to tell a story out of the numbers. It's not good enough to say, "Hey, I only got two hundred million of cash collections this quarter." Yeah. You have to um, to be able to tell a story out of it. So yeah. say why we're off by X amount from target or why we're up. I see that. Yeah. So is it when you analyze the data, what kind of format is 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 that in? It's is an that... Excel. I mean, it's an Excel format, usually in tables, different things, pivot tables. And and do you graph graph it in Excel as well? Like you got um, graphs are as common at least. In the roles that I have done, maybe maybe once I get um to more be a more senior level role, graphs are becoming more common. Mostly, it's just tables. So making sure like developing small tables of numbers, okay. high level numbers, and then being able to kind of drill down further into them. Okay, and uh, do you do any like coding and data science type thing deals? No, I think that's something that's very useful. Actually, I, I've I've kind of dragged my feet on it. I think learning Python from what I've heard from some of the people is very useful in the upcoming years because that's a big thing, big data, data analytics. And so I've been trying to do that a little bit more, but I don't do that any of that currently. And it, it's not within the scope of most finance roles within my company. So so how many years was your like finance degree uh, in uni? So my finance or economics degree was for like, typically you have to take 120 hours. Okay. So combined with all the classes, in, which includes general history, general English, that kind of thing. So it took 120 hours technically. So that takes an average college student about four to five years to complete. Okay. But I had about, I'd say like 20 hours of college credits coming in. So you knock off about, then it's about 100. Okay. So I had about 100 hours to complete in about, what, three and a half, four years. Okay. Because I also spent an extra year because I switched late. So I okay. took five years to graduate. Okay. So, so the 120 hours is like the, the actual like... That is the number of credit hours you need to graduate with an economics degree. But it degree. takes, okay, it yes. takes, okay. But major specific hours are probably like close to 80 to 90. Well, like, well so is most of it lectures or is most of it like uh, uh, independent work that you're assigned projects? No, independent work if you take special classes for those research classes. So those aren't very, those aren't like common. You have to go specialize in those or seek out opportunities if you want to do something like that. These are just lecture-based classes where you have tests, that kind of thing. One or two classes you have like research papers you have to do, but those are just like one-offs. So Most of them are lecture-based style. So like the, the things you learned in economics help you in your job? I mean, on the, on the level that it helped me like become diligent and like study, analyzing numbers, learning about the, like the basic economic system. Um, kind of just helped me become better with numbers from a sense from that perspective being able to retain information but no it didn't really like if I, it didn't really help me in, in the role itself just pure economics accounting did which was a part of like my degree plan 
So accounting, I would say, helped me, but that was about the only class that really, like, fully translated over to real-world experience. So is this the is, is this job your, like, first role? Yes. Yeah, okay. And um, they gave you, basically, like, a placement year in the UK, at the company? In the, no, 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 it's not place, placement year, oh, I guess, okay. for UK is... Um, it's different because you guys have uh, you. That's during university. Spend a year, um, yeah, yeah, a year yeah, internship. Yeah, internship. So oh, sorry, yeah, my mistake. Yeah, so yeah, what? It, it's just like a, it's like a two year graduate program. Okay. A bunch of people do it. Okay, yeah, graduate program, and then you, there was like an op, like a an option to basically do some of it abroad, right? Yes. Okay. I see. Do you have you ever thought about like um. What, what your future is and like where would you like to go? Yeah, I mean, my, my dream role, I've always been passionate about sports. So being able to work in a sporting goods type company in a finance role where I get to like really like enjoy the products that they're selling for Nike, some of these big things like working in finance there. So I really get to see what Nike does behind the scenes, how its shoe sales are going on, different, um, different product lines Nike has from a finance perspective. So eventually that's my goal to be able to work in finance in some kind of sports related environment okay. but if i was shot purely within my company um i would say like my goals like my real life goals i would say really are to become like cfo of like a product like not the cfo of the entire company we have specific like what's cfo some chief, chief financial officer but we have like specific product lines so there's tier one tier two tier three so probably like cfo of a tier two kind of thing okay so that would be my eventual goal if I was to like say it, but okay. obviously that's all up in the air at this point. Yeah. Okay. How how would you say the um the working environment is in the U.S. compared to the U.K. Um. um I mean, in the U.S., it's a lot more. Okay, this is also just a disclaimer. This is based off like two to three weeks of working, so that's nothing basically because COVID hit after two or three weeks of working in the office and I've been working from home ever since so I don't have a great view of the UK working culture. I guess, yeah, fair enough. So, a little bit's more like, it's just dependent upon the team but my team, compared to a lot of my other US teams, were more like work oriented but I don't know if that's because like my boss was of Indian origin and like a lot of them were or like UK, UK people like British people born and raised so that might have been that they're very work oriented. Not so, so the UK people are very work oriented. No, um, just my specifically my uh product line, okay. my team that I was in, they okay. were very work oriented. Not uh, not much of like they did small talk for the sake of it, but we couldn't really get like anything outside of work. It was hard to have an extensive conversation about it's like developer relationship outside of work. It was yeah. a little difficult. Yeah, well, this is in the UK, right? Yeah, this is in the okay. UK. Whereas in the US. It's more like you kind of have a view of what other, what's going on in other people's lives a little bit more, you know. Still small talk, but you get a little bit more into the personal lives. There. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get you. But that just probably is dependent upon from team to team. Mm. Maybe it's just... Maybe it might be the UK culture as well. They might be a bit closed off initially. Yeah, it might be the case. I've been really like, my boss is more of an Indian origin. And so I think he's like, I don't know how long he's in the UK for, but quite a while, but... He's more of like Indian origins, and it's different. Would you Would you say? Um, did you have like a view um, when you were at college or university of what you know, what type of jobs that you can get after you graduate? And did you have a view? And how does that match up with what you're doing right now? I mean, 
everybody in finance more or less like you have three things investment banking consulting or corporate finance those are the three major fields also banking consulting corporate finance yes investment making consulting corporate finance the three big ones i would say that people want to get into okay and the fourth one also kind of being wealth management financial advisory that kind of thing which is good but it has a higher ceiling i would say maybe less work in the long run but it's a lot more like iffy because it's, it's very commission based so though the three ones are like the what i just mentioned financial advisory is more on the side of yeah. it's like you're an entrepreneur more or less at that point okay so obviously can you go into a bit more detail into those things into um three the three main ones yeah yeah so that's the banking deals with mergers and acquisitions mainly so you know if my company for example my company baker hughes it's an oil field services company it was originally acquired by GE in, I would say, 2016, 2017. And so an investment bank must have facilitated that merger or that acquisition and when GE acquired the Baker Hughes company that I was in. And so that's what an investment bank does. Basically facilitates mergers and acquisitions of different companies. And also, if a company wants to go public in the stock market, that's what it helps does. To underwrite like how many X amount of stocks the investment bank will buy when the company goes public when it goes from private to public yeah okay. so that's just like an overarching perspective i yeah. don't have a little detail into that but yeah. it's more of a big high, big uh big picture view okay and consulting is kind of an external point of view where you go to different companies you know if a company's bleeding revenue bleeding cash it's a consulting company you come in and kind of give them um specific options from an external perspective Hey, this is how you can improve your revenue, please. And just how you can improve your cash flow, because a lot of it just involves cutting costs. Yeah. That's what a consulting company does. You just consult and like kind of bring strategic decisions, make strategic decisions for companies and recommend it to them. So how come you chose the corporate, right? Honestly, um, it was like the job I got, and okay. it played paid well enough, and I liked it. So I kind of went with it. How many like did you? Was it hard for you to actually get jobs after you graduated? Well, it was it was very difficult. I mean, it's not very difficult. It's just like I didn't really have a proper view of what I what I needed to do, so it was more difficult for me. Yeah. But if you if you play it right, like if you get your internships, if you play it right, it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. But I just was like deer headlights initially. Yeah. So that's why it was difficult for so me. Can you tell me some of the like, how many like? Do you remember how many applications you sent oh, out? Hundreds, probably a hundred. Hundreds, more, yeah. That's yeah. You, have to, you always have to apply for that. You always have to apply. Like a lot of them, you just kind of put your resume in. You might not get it. You might get it. But like, you just apply to hundreds, and yeah, that's kind of how it is. Did you remember how many interviews you got? It's hard to say, honestly. Like I know I got. I don't know, like probably thirty. I don't know. Thirty interviews. Yeah, I mean, this is just my me ballparking. It's been so long, so I can't really give you. Jesus, oh my god! Is that what I'm gonna have to face? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, that's man. how it is in engi- I don't know about engineering, but I'm sure it's like somewhat like that. Too. Yeah, it's probably gonna be even. I don't know. But also, UK is different because like US has a system where you apply right out of college. Like you apply in your last year of university, so like it's different. Where like UK might be slightly different how you apply the jobs, the candidates that that apply. The timing of your application, what they factor in. Actually, prioritize um, getting internships and more experience, uh, even if it's just like they're not paying you more than um, you're getting a first or getting the highest grade possible. Because um, there's far more value in actually being able to put down an internship um, or like a leadership role in some sort of society or some like result that you got. Um, 
you know from like an outside project than than there is actually like getting a first yes yeah, so as long as you got a two one you know you're set for most for most jobs um apart from a very select few for, for like f1 where you kind of need a first and also all the other things but even that you know i i do know people that got into the interview stage of f1 um without um you know the best grades uh, so even that you know so i i would say prioritize like internships so, um, it's gonna just make your life easier or even like research projects during the summer at the university you can you can have that as well yeah um, i mean in the end you look at it like companies not real world experience so they want to know that you've done stuff for other companies in the past whether it's three months or a year in the uk it's probably more beneficial because you guys have a year we have a summer internship so for two months two and a half months so what they just want to know is what you've done in other companies, if you've made an impact in other companies, if you've done roles which are similar to the ones you'll be doing in the job that you're applying for, you know. They don't want to just know that you've done classwork and you've done well in those. That might not translate over. In terms of, can you, is there any, like, interview, now that you've actually had so many uh, interview experience and uh, you've went through that, like, ridiculous process, that's, you know, probably mentally tough and also you know, yeah. physically dra- draining as well. Um, like, do you have any advice uh, that you can give? Just know your resume inside and out. And if you're, oh, I can only give you finance because I've only done finance. Yeah, that's here. fine. Yeah. But finance, number one, make sure you have numbers on your resume. Like I saved X amount. Just put something down at least, right? Be able to back it up, back it up. Okay. So make sure you put numbers down. Make sure you're able to back it up. It's not just qualitative. It's like quantitative. They want to know how much you've saved, any numerical impact you've had on the company, profit, etc. So put that down, and then know your know your bullet points, know what you've done at the company, no situation, no behavioral questions like, hey, what's the time you faced a conflict with a coworker, and have you resolved it? That's a typical behavioral question you'll get. So companies want to know like situ- what you do in certain situations yeah, yeah. when you face conflicts, and know like behavioral questions such as that. If you look them up, you'll find plenty of behavioral yeah, questions, yeah. and you'll kind of get the vibe of how they how they are. Is there, um, so yeah, our, our audience is um, currently really niche. It's like basically uh, school students uh, looking to choose their degrees. Would you have, do you have any advice for them uh, when they're, you know, picking their degree? Because you yourself, you know, picked, yeah. went with what your parents I mean, said and did biology. But that's yeah, much. I mean, I can only give you advice. I don't know about how the UK system truly works in terms of degree selection and everything. Or even just it was from your experience in America. Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. I, I think the biggest thing is pick something you're, number one, like you're interested in and you think you can do well in, you know. I would suggest not do, not picking something you don't think you can do well in, even if you might be, even if you really might be, I don't know, like, I guess it's hard because for me, I would not pick up, even if I was, like, super interested in something, but I couldn't do well in it, I probably wouldn't pick it, because life is just so, so, um, centered around grades, so I would probably pick something that you know you can do well in, that would be my first and firmest, how, how it do sounds you know, very, like, yeah, how do you know you can do well in it if you, if you have not done it? You can't have to use your intuition. Of yeah, I mean, like, you also talk to people, you know what majors are hard, what majors are easier, you know? Like, yeah. coming in, I knew biology would be hard. I talk to people, like, pre-med's always harder than finance. Finance is always more chill. Business is always more chill. And that's why in America, like, obviously doctors are earning crap ton of money. So, like, did it take a lot for you to um, change subjects from biology? Yeah, I mean, it kind of did. Kind of didn't, you know? I was, I was at that point frustrated. 
that I was like fine with switching to economics. I was kind of worried what would come of me, but I was fine with it. Yeah, it coming of you in terms of what job prospects? Yeah, or? my job prospects and everything. But at that point, I was too, I was too naive to realize what the real like ramifications of that were. So I never was like super worried. I would say. Yeah, I mean it's actually it's because you you're the first guy that uh, that I have had on from America and. People in America are paying, getting paid ridiculous amounts compared to people in the UK for every so every for every degree, um, even even degrees in finance. I don't think people get um, paid as much as the people in America. Like if you ask your colleagues, the UK colleagues, I don't think they get paid as much as you, um, which is striking to me. But I guess like America is um, they may, like if you go into business there for whatever reason they it's one of those countries where you can make a lot more there as well because it's just so the wealth disparity is so high yeah and uh, America is very messed up in terms of everything that's going on but I can you could you could probably say that you can get more opportunity in America than you can get anywhere else in the world there's yeah. so many things you can do to have success in America. And it's, that's something I need to capitalize on, too. There's so many ways you can generate income, money in America. That's just hard to do in other places in life. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys learned a lot from uh, uh, Vinny's experiences here. And um, I'll yeah. see you guys in the next episode.